Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And here is a guy who never fights bad guys in his civilian clothing, my formal friend, Eddie. How are you today, Eddie? <laughs> uh, I'm pumped to be here today. I'm feeling better. Uh, a little cold earlier this week, so uh, I will not be fighting anyone, particularly in my civilian clothing. I mean, straight to jail, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can <laughs> fight people. I- I don't think that just fighting itself puts you in jail. I mean, if it does, there'd be a lot more people in jail, right? I, I guess that's true. Well, I, as we discussed in episodes before, I, I don't fight anybody. So it, I don't think you do either, right, James B? Oh, no. Gosh, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm one punch man. I'm on the wrong side of that, too. So. <laughs> but you know who can fight people is uh, Spider-Man. He's pretty good at it. Well, we got a lot of battles in The Amazing Spider-Man 107. Spidey smashes through. <laughs> Professor Smythe has Spidey trapped in his web. He recalls his past defeats <laughs> and returns tied-up Spidey to his lair to show the crime bosses. Meanwhile, on campus, Gwen wonders where Peter is as she talks to Randy. As she walks away, Flash emerges from the bushes. He has a serious problem he can't tell Gwen. Uh, it. In this scene, is Flash trying to say he has romantic feelings for Gwen? Yes. Yes, he is. Okay. He's he's about to say it, and she cuts him off so he doesn't accidentally say it. She's like, she interrupts him before he can say how he feels about her, because she knows already. She's like, I like you as a friend. You're special to me. And he's like, well, I think that it's more. And she's like, don't even say anything. Blah, blah, blah. Change the subject. Before we uh, move on with the summary here, just a reminder for those who weren't listening to issue 105 and 106 with us that Peter has been fighting for two issues now against Professor Smythe in the uh, Spider Slayer. Currently at the end of 106, you know, he he did get trapped and that's why he's been trapped in the web there. So I just wanted to touch, make sure people know that if they're coming in the middle of an issue, there was two issues before this. You can go back and listen to our, uh, our amazing podcast on that. That would be Let's Read Spider-Man 60, I don't know, Eight? <laughs> yes, 68. I think so. 68. So, okay. Hey, um, continuing with this story, back at Smythe's lair, Smythe is guiding the uh, the gang leaders as they attempt to rob a bank. Uh, Smythe can't leave his controls as Spidey breaks free of his bonds. Spider-Man fights the Spider Slayer without Smythe's guidance and defeats it. He finds a phone inside the Slayer and he makes a quick phone call to the police to tell them to dismantle their surveillance cameras uh, that they were that was installed in the previous issues. Uh, Smythe walls himself off from Spidey, so Smitey swings off to stop that bank robbery. In mid-robbery, the crime boss's video feed cuts out, and they see Spidey. They think they've been double-crossed and go to blows with Spider-Man. The fight is fast and one-sided. Smythe appears riding his slayer, but as he attacks, the slayer has an electronic feedback. When Spidey was inside the robot, he reprogrammed it, and Smythe is caught in his own web. Uh, Peter's one smart cookie here, jumping in a robot, doing a bunch of stuff, reprogramming it, making a phone call. Uh, Remind me, what's his job, James B? Um, I think you wanted him for a while to be a mover, but technically, (laughs) I think he works for Norman Osborn, doesn't he? No? Yes. He did. Did Too risky? Norman's been... In and out, I guess, a little bit here. There. Did he, I thought he had a job there. Did he put in his notice? I didn't catch that issue. 
I get, is he a freelance? Does, actually, does the Bugle hire him? Is he a, currently on the Bugle's? He's on, he's on salary. Sort of. I was going to say, it doesn't sound like he's a scientist, though. Is that what you're kind of leading that, towards? I, he can jump in a spider slayer that he has no knowledge of, uh, reprogram it so that it will work for a while, but then break when it does something else. It, it's ridiculous how brilliant Peter Parker is. <laughs> I just can't imagine. Why isn't he doing this? Why isn't he building Spider Slayers himself, I guess? He's he's great at everything. He could run for office. <laughs> uh, someone else who's dreaming of running for office would be J. Jonah. But Spider-Man shows up, and he makes sure that J. Jonah will never build a robot again. Below his office, Spidey sees Gwen crying as Flash somberly gets into a military MP's car. Um, how does he ensure that J. Jonah Jameson's not going to build another robot? He just threatens him in a rather severe way. He says, I'll stretch your double-knit skull if you don't shut up. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I know you paid Smythe to set his robot against me. Try that little trick again and I'll... And J. Jonah's like, I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't. So... I guess that's the end of Spider Slayers. But doesn't J. Jonah have his fingers crossed? He does. He says, I cross my fingers. <laughs> so that way there, it's okay if he does it again because he didn't <laughs> promise. So this is the guy that, uh, this is the guy you would vote for for mayor. I would not vote for J. Jonah Jameson to be mayor. You're the bigger fan. Um, what do you think his campaign slogan would be, Eddie? Uh, there'll be no coffee breaks on my watch. <laughs> Remember how J. Jonah hates coffee breaks? <laughs> Yeah, I, you don't. You don't have to explain it. We. It's, it's funnier when you don't explain your jokes. No one has a bigger heart than Jay Jonah. <laughs> a vote for Jay Jonah is a vote against Spidey. <laughs> I think that's his. I think that's his best platform right there for the general public. We know that the older citizens are going to turn out to vote. Those young people who like Spidey. He's got this one in the bag. Doesn't he have suspenders in the movie that say something about uh, don't pay your taxes? Yes, I was going to mention that, too. He does have them in the movie. And he just he just staged a civil liberties march, I guess. So lots of political knowledge of J. Jonah. How did these uh, crime bosses get to be bosses? They are vying for the dumbest criminals in Spider-Man. They're, they're not actually crime bosses, you know. Really? They're actually gang leaders. I, I heard you say that when you were... When we were talking, but yeah, uh, they're 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 definitely gang leaders. Small time because huh? yeah, he 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 goes back. It's in the previous book. He gets the four uh, biggest gang leaders huh. of New York together, and I I think gang leader is just different than a crime boss. It, it's it's like because crime bosses are, I don't know. It just feels like they're hmm. like the kingpin, huh? Yeah, I these don't know. these Maybe guys they're... are definitely not on par with the kingpin, but. I wonder what, I don't know if that's a good question. What's the difference between crime boss in a, in a gang? But you know what? Let, let me jump in here with something that might be able to, uh, to clear this up, Eddie. Oh, all right. Um, I'm going to jump in with our sponsor for today. And Eddie, I, I know you told us in episode 16 that Betty Brandt is a high school dropout. Well, this sponsor. I, I thought she might be. Is for Yale graduates as well as other high school dropouts. Look, if you're a high school dropout criminal who's often jaywalking or being a litter bug, and you're tired of Spider-Man harassing you because he's always bothering those jaywalkers or litter bugs, you should consider a job in the field of gang leader. Just like when Smythe 
called the four top gang leaders of New York instead of just jaywalking, even as a high school dropout, you can take orders from a wacky scientist and then rob your own bank. Putting yourself right in the action is more fun than telling other people to do it or crossing the street illegally. <laughs> Look, for more information on becoming a gang leader, come to the Avenue Basement Club located in Midtown the first Tuesday of each month for more information. The password to enter is Cosmos. And note, human matchsticks are not welcome. Eddie, are you ready to take your degree or whatever skills you may or may not have and just switch up and become a gang leader? This... This seems like another dangerous and fairly illegal sponsor that we have here, James B. I, I'm a little concerned. I, I, don't, I don't think I'd like to be a gang leader. Eddie, this is almost a PSA. Because <laughs> there are high school dropouts who are saying to themselves, what am I going to do? Am I going to just keep filing for unemployment as a high school dropout? <laughs> and here, there are opportunities. Eddie, I don't know if you could tell, but the people who worked with Smythe, you didn't really have to be that sharp a tool. That is for certain. In fact, I, I think one of them is the rhino out of costume. Uh, but uh, And they go to rob the bank themselves. I, I'm going to pass James B. I'm not interested in being a gang leader. <laughs> Nor should anyone else listening to the show. Well, it's... it's uh... <laughs> okay, but I'm just letting you know that it's, it's, it's a job that you can... You know... <sighs> The nice thing about these gang leaders is they actually rob the bank themselves rather than having other people do it. I don't know if you noticed that. Get their they got, fingers dirty, yeah. They got right in there. Yes, I was really, you know. But yes, uh, I think the rhino might have been there because um, he is a stupid person looking to do a dirty job. So. <laughs> yes. That's so who that's, I thought of. Yeah, great. Well, good good, good connection there. Eddie, <laughs> the, uh, the gang leaders are not back in the next issue of Amazing Spider-Man, are they? Uh, no, we've moved on. The Amazing Spider-Man number 108, A Vengeance from Vietnam. Spidey is tailing a military car with Flash inside when it's cut off by a truck. Gas grenades are thrown from the truck and the Asian assailants muscle Flash out of the car. Spidey swings in and stops them. He grabs Flash and swings him to the top of a building to hear his story. Flash tells a harrowing tale of finding a hidden temple in Vietnam where a priest and his daughter rejuvenate him from near death. When he returns to the base, the upper brass informs him they will be bombing the area where the temple is hidden. They don't believe Flash when he tells them not to bomb the area, so he returns to try and convince the priest and his daughter to leave. They refuse and die in the bombing. The local inhabitants blame Flash for the atrocity and vow to hunt him down. After, Spidey returns Flash to the military office. Back at Harry and Pete's apartment, Aunt May stumbles (laughs) onto some spilled web fluid. Fortunately, Peter arrives to explain it's part of a supplement for his master's thesis. I'm not a big fan of web fluid. I think it's a huge loophole in the Spider-Man storyline. Back when I discussed the differences between the book and the first uh, mm-hmm. Sam Raimi movie, I discussed how I liked how Tobey Maguire's character has the webs coming right out of him because then he can have an unlimited supply and I can be like, sure, like we all have blood and air right. and whatever. Like, you know, no one questions how much saliva we have. But Spider-Man likes to run out of web fluid occasionally. And you're like, well, how much is he carrying with him? And how, I mean, he seems to shoot a lot of it. So it, it really does bother me. So, I, you know, talking about web fluid bothers me. This, this issue bothers me because of all the web fluid talking. <laughs> well, I think Harry should be more uh, alarmed by whatever experiments he's doing anyways. And 
Yeah, wait till our next episode when we talk about Marvel Team Up 5 and Spider-Man is in costume with the Vision in Harry's apartment. And Harry doesn't even realize it. He knows everything. <laughs> He's fully aware of what's going on. Uh, well, we move on. Gwen, Gwen arrives distressed to tell Peter that Flash is in the Federal Building, held under guard. They leave to see if they can find out what's happening to Flash. Upon arriving at the Federal Building, Peter spies the giant Mandarin he'd fought earlier during Flash's ambush. Peter leaves Gwen, and he's creeping around the side of the building to see what's going on. But an explosion occurs. He has no time to change into his spider costume, and so fights the giant one, hoping the darkness will shield his identity. The Indo-Chinese kidnappers escape with Flash, and without costume, Peter decides to return to Gwen. In the end, Peter attempts another departure from Gwen, but she calls him a coward and says she doesn't. he doesn't love her if he leaves. <laughs> A way to put pressure on uh, on Peter there. How do you feel about all this Vietnam talk? Uh, it's just, I, this is such a dark chapter in American history. And I understand why Stan is bringing it up. And I do think it, it's clever for him to be subtle, uh, particularly in how the generals and the upper brass kind of ignore Flash and bomb the area anyways in a very callous way. But man, this, it's just super dark. Did you say subtle? <laughs> well, you know, it's like a subtle way of really poking at how terrible Vietnam is. Okay. You know, the 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 just the crazy level of command and kind of following orders and all that the terrible things that happened there. So, well, I know this issue wasn't happy for you, so I thought to myself, how cuz I did see in your comments that you were like unhappy with like talking about this one. So I said, it's true. How can I cheer up Eddie? And there's only a few things I know that cheer you up and I don't have any tea for you. <laughs> so that means I had to come up with a surprise game. All right, game time. And we usually don't have a surprise game, right? It's true. Like you always know there's a game coming. Yeah, I almost always do. No, you don't today. So, all right. <laughs> Here's a game. I have five Great. questions for you. Uh, it's going to require you to be on your honor. Uh, okay. Listeners, if you are uh, one of the people who is listening as reading the book, um, these are all questions from the the first book we did today, 107. Okay, hmm. so I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to do your best, and you know somehow you always seem to win. But we'll see what I can do. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Here we go. On page 17 of yes. Amazing Spider-Man 107, the police are confused. What are the police confused about? Uh, this is during the robbery. Oh, oh, they're confused. Why would Spider-Man uh, web up the the gang leaders if he's a bad guy? Correct. Right? <laughs> All right. Notification sound. There you go. Good job. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the police are like, why would he web up his accomplices? Good job, Eddie. Yes. You're Thank you. One, one, right. one out of five already. On page six, Gwen has a whole bunch of thought bubbles that she's stressing about. She's very worried Ooh. She's worried about one thing in particular. It's not specifically like, where is Peter? Like, there's something particular in that thought. Yes. She's what is she worried about the most? Uh, let's see. She was talking to Randy, and Randy kind of centered down this path, this thinking level. Uh, she's worried about Peter. Uh, man, I can't remember, James, but you're going to have to help me out here. I, Peter, Peter is job or something like that. She's worried that maybe MJ came across Peter. Oh, of and course. And sort of swooped him up. Oh. Let's take a minute and talk about the 
Take a minute to talk about these first two questions I gave you. Okay. The police, they're like, hmm, I wonder, wonder why Spider-Man captures accomplices. There's no discussion about maybe he's not a bad guy, right? Yeah. They just assume yeah. he's still in it with them. And Gwen being actively worried about MJ. What do you think about that? I, talking an incessant problem for them, but it feels like she shouldn't be as insecure as she was before. I think it's very clear that Peter loves her. I don't know why she's worrying. Well, her, what do you think? I thought her line was, I hope Mary Jane didn't manage to reach him first. Um, but then she says, shame on you, Miss Stacy. How can such a pretty little creature feel so jealous? So <laughs> I believe she convinced herself that she's so hot that she doesn't have to worry about it. Good for you, Gwen. You go, girl. Sure. All right. Uh, scores one to one. We got three left. All right. How did Spidey actually stop the robot on page 10? Uh, from an electric feedback problem. When Smythe was inside, he was trying to control it. There was an electric feedback, and it webbed up Smythe. Well, he stops yeah. it in the middle when Smythe is not in it. Remember, he... Um, Smythe's not controlling Initial, the robot. Oh, initially. Yes. That's right. Oh, when this I'm think I'm talking about the end. It's okay. Oh. On page ten, I'll give you another chance. What oh. does he do to stop the robot? So this is pre the ending when Smythe's in it. Smythe's like, he's free! It's not possible, but I can't turn back now because I'm busy helping right. the gang leaders. Oh man. It's Spider Man's like, this is no problem mm. now, Smythe. All I gotta do is Yeah. I, I, he doesn't web it. He tricks it somehow. Oh, boy. I'm failing. I just read this book, too. Jeez. <sighs> I don't know. He, he ping-pongs off the walls. They can't find him. <laughs> what is it, James B.? I'm doing badly today. He clogs the sensors with gobs of web fluid. Oh, he does web it. Oh, man. Oh, man is right. Now you're... I'm in trouble. Yeah, Spider-Man hasn't been making a lot of web creations. I'm aware that's a big thing you enjoyed. Super sad. What's the last web creation you can remember? I mean, I can remember my favorite ones. What was the most recent one you can remember? I don't want the Spider-Man paddleboard company oh, back man. in the Everglades. That is the best one. Uh, the most recent one I can remember. Yeah. He makes web balls, but that does, I don't count that. All right. Well, you think on that and struggling. Yeah, we'll we'll edit that. We'll edit the five minutes of you thinking down to like <laughs> ten seconds. So the more pod- like three seconds. Sure. Sure. <laughs> The podcast doesn't take as long, but listen, you're you're in trouble here because I you... am in serious trouble. I'm gonna fail my own quiz. All right, um, gosh, I don't know which of these is easier. I want to give you the easier one to end with the hard one. <laughs> I guess this is probably the easier one. On page twelve, uh, Spidey's getting shot at by the police. Yes, um, pot shots at him. He second guesses a decision that he made earlier. What does he second guess? Mm. While the police are shooting at him, he goes, "Oh, you know what." This is uh, calling the police. He called the police to tell them to take down their surveillance cameras. Okay, this is, you're on track, but I need a little bit more. Hmm. He called the police to tell them to take down the surveillance cameras. related to this for sure. I was like, how do they know? Why would the police listen to him, first of all? Uh, uh, He, I mean. When they're shooting at him, right? Right. He swung, what did he, web some of the surveillance cameras? No. Swung around the corner and got caught in the big web. Hmm. I think I'm going to fail this game, James. All right. Well, I'm sorry. He second guesses that he didn't tell the police it was him that was calling. Oh. He says, maybe I should have told him who I was. Oh, see? Oh. When I phoned the police because they're shooting at him. 
I completely disregarded that comment because, like, who would call? Why would the police take anyone calling in seriously? Like, hey, I'm Spider Man. You should turn off your surveillance cameras. If anything, you'd do the opposite. Well, he does comment later that they probably wouldn't have believed me as well. That's, Tell you what, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll throw that comment out. I'll give you a chance to. <laughs> You can play for the tie with the last question. All right. All right. Let me go for it. Last question. On page four of each book, okay, both each books book. we did today, there's a, wow. ga- there's a gas attack. <laughs> yes. Page four of issue 107, it explains exactly what type of gas it is and why it works. Wow. And you mentioned this exact name Ooh. in the last podcast. <laughs> it's like a something chloride and it freezes or like slows down spiders. It's specifically designed to damage spiders, and that's why Spider-Man is unable to break out of his bonds. I'll give you, you know. Chlorine? It's, a, it's an ethyl chloride ethyl. to sap oh. his spider strength. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll give you most of the credit <laughs> there. I'll give you a .9 out of it. Give you a point nine. That way, that you can end, you can lose two point one to one point nine today. <laughs> All right, thank you. Make it a closer me. fight. <laughs> so, well, those are a couple of questions about one of our past uh, Spider-Man issues that you had read. Uh, you know, very recently, <laughs> very recently, and talked about. You know, this podcast, but yeah, I just figured I'd give you something to do today that was different than just this. You know, this not exciting Vietnam issue. So, Thank you, um, James B. Yeah, Very welcome. much appreciated. Yeah, yeah. If um, if anybody wants to uh, comment on the uh, on the questions or on uh, your amazing Spider-Man knowledge, uh, <laughs> how can they reach us? You can email us at letsreadspiderman at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at letsreadspidey or you can message us on Twitter too. Yeah. Did you hear that uh, we have, uh, we're on iTunes and you can give us reviews? It's true. Please go on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Uh, anything less than that, don't bother. Yeah, right. It's, it's a lot of work. To cl- clicking three stars, you, you have to aim for it, and that's, that's not a lot of energy. It's like if you, can, if you kick the star on the right, you get all five. All right. Um, Eddie, we've reached the close. Uh, this is James B. joined by Eddie. And remember, listeners, if you want to get a podcast with two guys who know a lot about Spider-Man... This is the show for you. Uh, Except for 107, which I can seem to not remember anything about. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) I was not on point for that. You should do one of those to me. It's really I easy. I need to, to do it. I know. It's I have easy one. to make them. It's in the docket. It's on the docket, so. Do we want to talk about how Smythe has a phone in his spider slayer? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. I was like, what? I thought the phone was how he, like, controls it. <laughs> what? I, 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 the fact that, like, Spider-Man found a phone, which he really needed at that moment. A cell phone. I totally like not landline. That's for sure. A 1972 cell phone is in the Spider Slayer. Right there, Smythe. That's your technology that gets you millions besides destroying the city and trying to kill Spider-Man. Yeah, that was the doorbell of the uh, nullifier, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. So (laughs) the whole reprogramming of the Spider Slayer is just what is going on there. Dive in there and 
reprogram it. I thought this last Smythe book really hurt the Spider Slayer legacy, too. It's bad. I thought the Spider Slayer was a good foe, and I was like, no, this is just getting this is just getting dumb. I'm over I'm over it. I I never liked the Spider Slayer. I'll go on record. We can we can listen back. Pretty sure I don't like it ever. Yeah. So. I'm pretty sure I, I just think it's a I think it's a good a good foe against Spider Man, but like they don't even try they don't even take off his mask. They don't really they don't watch him. They just let him escape and destroy everything and uh so sloppy. I mean I guess you don't have to take off his mask because he probably has, they think he has another mask underneath it anyway. <laughs> the old Peter Parker mask over top of my Spider-Man. But wasn't Smythe really excited about seeing his face last issue? Yeah. He was so pumped about it. And then he's got him in front of him tied up. He's like, man, I don't want to see your face anymore. Yeah, it's true. It could have... Oh, that's a huge failing in this one. Jeez. 